Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, now also available on the UK Investor Magazine mobile app. For today's podcast, we're delighted to be joined by the CEO of Alien Metals, Bill Brody. Good. Bill, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. Uh, it's always a pleasure. So, Bill, we're recording this podcast ahead of the UK Investor Magazine Summer Investor Evening, which we're holding here on, in London on Thursday. So we are actually going to include a link uh, into the notes of this podcast for anybody uh, that wants to attend. There's still a few tickets left for the event here in London, and it will also be broadcast virtually. So if you're not able to make it into London, do check that out. So today we're going to be discussing... Uh, an overview of Alien Metals and looking at their key developments in recent months. So, Bill, before we get into it, please would you be able to give people that maybe aren't familiar with Alien Metals an overview of the company and what you guys do? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Jonathan. Well, so Alien Metals, we're obviously aim-listed. I suppose junior is, is the right word to say um, in the resource sector. Um, we're sort of project generators, uh, where, whereby, you know, the, the strategy is to, um, to pick up um, what we feel are, are, are great projects at uh, early stage often um, that we have the, the expertise and the, and the team to, uh, to develop uh, and in the commodities and the, the jurisdictions we feel are, are secure and, and have longevity, you know, have a future. Um, so uh, our key, our key sort of three areas at the moment are the iron ore projects in uh, in Western Australia in the, in the Pilbara, the um, the money money Elizabeth Hill sort of project uh, also in the Pilbara in Western Australia, which is a PGM uh, the the money money uh, historical resource a PGM resource Elizabeth Hill uh, again a historic silver mine um, the highest grade silver mine in, in its day uh, from an underground um, development that was done, um, a limited amount of work that was done there. Um, and then our, our, our third sort of suite of projects are in Mexico, where we have two, uh, two silver uh, traditional sort of epithermal, very high grade uh, silver systems in, uh, in Mexico and the Donovan II, um, mainly copper, copper gold, project um, all in the Zacatecas, sort of the, the, the core silver silver belt of, uh, of Mexico. Thank you very much. So Bill, now let's start from the top and look at the jurisdictions that you're operating in. You obviously touched on there, Mexico and Australia. I mean, for you, what, what drew you towards these particular two jurisdictions? And what do you see as um, you know, the, the uniqueness of these and, and the benefits for alien metals? I suppose, um, you know, in the early days of, of alien metals, um, the Mexican assets were already in the uh, in the portfolio. So the company, the previous company that Alien came from had been working in Mexico for, for many years. Uh, they were already, as I say, in the portfolio. Mexico, from, a, from that region, the Zacatecas region, the, the Silver Belt is... Um, you know, it's a huge, it's the biggest silver producing area uh, on, the, on the planet. Um, so it, it's very much a, a great focus and a great location to be in. Mexico, 
regardless of, of what one one possibly reads and sees, is a is a very much a mining a mining country. Um, great um, great people, great workforce. Um, a lot of information you can draw on in terms of uh, uh, ge geology and 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 targeting and and people to use. So that's um, you know we maintain those and and we're still working on those um, as a, a sort of essential that was sort of the kickstart to to alien metals and then um you know more recently with the acquisitions in australia that's really come about from looking at different projects looking at opportunities and um coincidentally you know the two sort of key key projects we now have in are in australia which again as as i'm sure most people realize is is one of the you know one of the key mining jurisdictions on the planet um very uh, um, you know, low low risk in terms of um, uh, jurisdiction, and uh, again a huge huge skilled workforce and and um, consultants and contractor uh, base to to feed off to uh, to be able to advance these projects. So, of course, Alien Metals has a diverse portfolio of of assets and projects there, Bill. I mean, how are you going about funding these uh, these projects, and, and you know, how do you see this progressing into the future? Do you see, uh, you know, sale of particular assets to, to to fund other ones, or do you see bringing in partners? I mean, for in, in, investors that are looking at a pathway for for alien metals, um, I mean, what would you sort of say to them in terms of what your plans are going forward? Well, I think the the key, in a way, is we we we. We get these assets into the company we, uh, with, with careful consideration and, due, and technical due diligence. Then, um, you know, at the moment, we, um, we did a very successful fundraise at the end of last year. Um, and we've been very careful with our, with our funds to, to channel as much, you know, the majority of funds into the ground, into the developing the projects, um, which, which I feel is what, what we've been doing. So obviously doing doing a phase of work, be it a drilling program, be it some geo geophysics, um, being desktop studies are, are, are very important, especially on new, new acquisitions where, uh, for example, like Money Money, there's um, a huge amount of historical data that, that needs to be really sort of gone through and, and assessed um, and valued and sort of put in a, put it into the pot, so to speak, to then for us then to, um, with our with our sort of with the team you know look at right what what's been done where, where are we going forward um also obviously on the on the funding side and and as importantly on the iron ore which has always been a, um we know people have been concerned that taking on an iron ore project where traditionally you know iron ore is a is a um a, a large cost to bring in into production um we um we're always talking to, you know, we're open to um, to find the best solution for the shareholders um, and, and possible future investors in terms of would it be uh, an asset sale or would it be a, a joint venture, you know, party coming in, be it on a, on a financial basis or a financial and technical. Um, that essentially, from, from the board's point of view, to, to ensure the you know, the best solution for, for each project as it gets to a certain level. Um, and such as, you know, at the moment with the iron ore, we're, we're, we're working hard to bring it into production, the Hancock project, um, 
to bring it into production next year. But we're not averse to be talking, and we are talking to uh, possible parties to support that, both financially and and from an offtake point of view, whereby we secure, um, you know, we secure future funding um, by having having agreements in place. So, it you know, we have to be flexible. We have to see what um, who who's out there, who's looking for uh, at and at the projects and at the commodities um, to. Um, to basically bring, um, you know, get the right mix of, of support and the right funding to hopefully in our, in our eyes and everyone else's eyes be, you know, spending the right amount of money at each phase of work to uh, develop each project onto the next, up to the next level. Yeah, but what's you, what you said there, Bill, really stood out for me as being flexible because the next point that we're going to move on to now is, you know, obviously that given the current environment, that flexibility is needed um, looking at how things are in the junior explorers um, space. And that's that's one thing that I just want to touch on now, um, Bill, because obviously there's, you know, looking at you know, the overall markets and looking at the overall uh, junior explorer sectors listed here in, in London. Obviously, there's been some challenges so far um, this year. I mean, what do you see? Bit as the main challenges for, for the sector, and what are you doing to navigate yourself through this? Well, yeah, look, it, it's a difficult. It's been a very turbulent year with um, with with the terrible um, uh, state of affairs in uh, in Ukraine, um, causing a lot of uncertainty for for all of us. And um, you know, um, we can only wish wish Ukrainians the the best, and and hopefully see a light at the end of the. Of the tunnel sooner rather than later, but but from our point of view, we yeah we're constantly monitoring the I suppose the markets, but but more importantly, we have confidence in the projects. So we are you know keeping our heads down, working hard uh, in the background. Sometimes it's people we're not maybe as as visible as as people might like, and we're not being able to produce um, huge amounts of, of updated news on on you know the next set of results etc but we're we're always monitoring the situation but in a way we have we're very secure with the commodities we have and the jurisdiction so I mean you know the iron ore the high grade DSO direct shipping or um, product that we're we're working up at Hancock is is a <clears throat> excuse me is a key commodity for um, for now and for the future regardless of where the markets are, you know, if they're, if they're coming up and going down at the moment, that's, that's a, a mainstay that we feel confident will have, has longevity. The, um, the PGMs, you know, the platinum, the palladium, the rhodium, the gold, at, um, at, uh, money, money, which again is, is from a historical resource. You know, there's two, two and a half million ounces um, proven pre 2012 um, jork um, compliance, but we feel there's significant upside there. With um, these sort of commodities are are part of the future, the green future that we're all living in and, and are working towards. Um, and then the silver, of course, silver is an incredibly um, under, I feel, undervalued and under understood um, metal that is used in so many different um, key. Uh, items and products that will always have a have a need uh, going forward as well. So we we're, we're just being, you know, we're cognizant of of the markets and everything else, but we're 
we're working in the, we feel in um, you know focusing on the right right areas on the right sort of commodities and um, we're not sort of going gung-ho and and just not you know not really looking at, at budgets and and cost spends but at the same time um, I'd like to think we're we're being very uh, controlled on on our spend but also on what we're what each spend is producing in terms of next stage you know, uh, quality results for adding value to every project to um, to take them up to the next level. So you touched on Bill a little bit earlier on, you know, looking at Hancock and production next year, which of course is a major milestone for Alien Metal and your investors. But you know, what else would you point investors to to keep an eye out for from Alien Metals in the coming twelve months? Well, I suppose the coming 12 months, you know, Hancock is is in the iron ore uh, portfolio is the most advanced because we've been able to get on the ground, um, do some phases of drilling, uh, produced our maiden resource um, September last year. And uh, with some recent work, we're, we're hoping to bring that bring that up to the next um, next level in, in the coming months, um, as well as all the background development work, uh, mining license application, et cetera, et cetera. So that's... Um, that's running extremely well. But don't forget, we've got Brockman Tenement to the west, which we're hoping to drill in the next couple of months, which is completely undrilled. And we, we feel as has, has potential to have more um, high-grade material, uh, iron ore, that is. And then we just acquired the Vivash Gorge project to just south southeast of Brockman, um, which also has on its boundary um, um, a Fortescue, uh, deposit of I think 20 28 million tons at 58 59 percent um, which looks like it runs into um, the the Vivash Gorge ground so we're, we're very excited with that one um, so they're they're very much on 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 the iron ore is um, there's plenty hopefully of good new positive news to come you know adding adding potential um, resource tons um, to 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 the current pot but then with with um, Money, money, uh, and Elizabeth Hill. There's a huge amount of work to be done there, in terms of um, you know updating the the historic resource at, at Money, money with the the platinum, the palladium, the as I said, the rhodium, the gold. Um, also with Elizabeth Hill with the silver deposit, um, working that up to to uh, getting underground. That's one of the focuses we're doing at the moment. Um, I'm quite excited. The next couple of weeks, our our new head frame. Will be uh, hopefully be be put in place on the main shaft, and we can then, um, you know, dewater and, and get back down in into that mine and just see, um, you know, get a real better understanding of, of the potential there. But also significantly, that that sort of project, um, there's indications, quite strong indications of of a, a larger. Um, yeah, lower grade but but high volume um, nickel and copper mineralization associated with the with the geological intrusion of that is the money money intrusion that really hasn't been looked at in the past and um, we're very excited about that one so that's you know when we when we start testing that um, we'll be um, you know there's lots to look at um, expanding the um, hopefully the the platinum potential, but also um, looking at the nickel, the copper potential of the of the project. 
And then in Mexico, we, we did some drilling recently, some early drilling, um, maiden drilling on, on these projects. Um, we're waiting on some results. Hopefully soon we'll have those to, uh, to, to get, you know, get a, a buzz from those and, and start working up the next phase of work uh, on those projects. So there's plenty there in the pipeline. Um, as I say, you know, we, we have to be cognizant. We can't, we have to, you know, keep, keep working, but, but, you know, keep a little a weathered eye on, on the markets and on, on funding so that we don't um, sort of get ourselves into position where we're, um, we're slightly um, cash strapped, which we're not at all at this stage. Um, and just, you know, maximize any, all the, all the spend in the field to um, for, for sort of potential uh, next stage, um, you know, moving all these projects up to the next level. So, Bill, we've we've discussed you know, the current market environment, and we've obviously just delved in there to your key projects and, and the milestones. But if we take a step back and look at a holistic view for alien metals going forward, I mean, what would you say your your long term plan is, and what the vision is for the overall business, giving everything that you're you're working on at the moment. I suppose, um, even though you know, obviously, alien, alien, where our, our core strategy is is a sort of project um, development. So we, as I said at the beginning, we sort of um, you know picking up projects we we feel are uh, have great potential and 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 getting them for a, for a fair cost, but then um, adding adding significant value to them going forward. Obviously, with with the Hancock project, you know, we're now looking to to go into a a mining scenario, which, which, um, but but the project, the dynamics of the project, the fact that it's incredibly low capex to get into production, um, the the high interest we've already had with several parties on on the product, on obtaining the product as well, um, you know, in, in my I suppose my vision of alien metals would be in, say, in 18 months, 12 months time or 18 months time, we have a, we're producing iron ore, therefore we're, we're creating our own cash flow, um, significant cash flow, even, even at current iron ore prices. But, but all we need, you know, the, the, the project is, is not too sensitive to, to price fluctuations. Um, so we'd be able to continue mining, um, making a profit, which we could then plow back into um, projects like Money Money that, that are significant projects. And um, we would be sort of self, self-funding um, to do such projects as Money Money and, and Elizabeth Hill, but also other, pro- you know, have the opportunity then to go back out into the market and look for um, the next Hancock, the next uh, Money Money, Whatever it may be, because we we'd be have the the um, you know the capital to to be able to really look at, at new things. Indeed, sounds like an exciting twelve to eighteen months ahead, um, Bill. But just to finish off now and and to summarise for those listening, what would you say as the CEO of Alien Metals are the main reasons for investing in Alien Metals in your future? Um, I'd like I'd like to think the people in the team got some great um, you know got a really good solid board um, with with various experience that, that I think contributes really well to to what we're we're trying to do and hopefully that gives comfort to um, to the investors um, on a technical side I've got some really good people now um, 
in uh, in Australia, which is obviously our key our key field work programs at the moment. So with um, with Lloyd and, and and Aaron in on the um, Iron Ore Company of Australia team leading the charge um, for the sort of development work there. Um, with um, Bradley Tom's recently joined us as our exploration manager in uh, in Perth. Um, great experience, really. You know, really making a difference already to um, to how we're um, you know the quality of work we're doing and and reporting and and everything associated with that. Um, again, as I said earlier, the commodities we've got, I think they're they're all they're all key commodities for the future. Um, people might say, well, you know, palladium for is used in catalytic converters, for example, and you know everyone's trying to phase out um, you know petrol vehicles in the next five ten years. But until that happens, there's going to be a lot more new cars built and a lot more requirement for these um, these type of um, units. So, uh, and with the changing global dynamics of supply supply routes for such um, commodities, you know we 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 feel we we've got. Um, yeah, there's a there's good longevity and future in 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 that in that commodity. The silver, as I said, is is a is a solid foundation for a lot of um, uh, a, a lot of manufacturing and and PPE type um, uh, products. So again, we're very comfortable with with the silver and um, and the jurisdictions. You know, Australia well it doesn't really get much better than that in terms of a mining jurisdiction or exploration jurisdiction, should I say? And um, and Mexico as well. I mean, Mexico has got great history, and um, even with with recent sort of talk and and um, discussion, there's still you know there's still a lot going on. There's still a lot to come from uh, from Mexico as well. Fantastic. Um, well, Bill, thank you very much for joining us today. Well, thanks for your time, Jonathan. And I'm looking forward to uh, presenting tomorrow evening and. Uh, Hopefully I can sort of um, expand a little bit more on, on details on the projects. Indeed, tomorrow. likewise. Uh, Thursday. Sorry, Thursday, right. yes, Thursday, yeah. Thursday. Yes, yeah. yeah, so likewise, looking forward to, to meeting you in person on Thursday, Bill. And, and if anybody wants to be there, as I said at the beginning, there's a handful of tickets left for the in-person event. So do check out the notes of this podcast where you can sign up. Uh, but if you're not able to meet us, it is going to be broadcast virtually. Um, so do get yourself signed in for that, where you'll be also able to, to put your questions to Bill online. So hopefully see you all there. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed listening to the UK Investor Magazine podcast. Please do share the podcast and we really value any reviews and comments you leave us in your chosen podcast player. The views presented by the hosts and guests of the UK Investor Magazine podcast are in no way investment advice. And please remember, all investment involves risk.